0: hey girlfriends hey sister hola how are you
1: i'm fair yeah i
0: understand i understand me as well um not to be so somber to start the episode but this is a do farewell to all of our girlfriends and guy friends out here. As this is our final episode, I know we promised all in the last episode that we'd be joined by our, our mysterious social media manager Jale, um, but unfortunately she had to work. And you know we love to get us a good check and a good coin.
1: Period. So
0: um, she will not Period. be joining us this evening. But we do want to just say you know thank you to the entire girlfriends team, all of you that listen each and every week as we've been doing this for five years and you know we'll get to all this happy stuff later and how proud we are of each other and you know just how much growth we've experienced over the years but first as always we love to start with a revelation and today I'll be sharing my last and final revelation which I feel like is a good tie-in to the end of a grand um, series finale for Girlfriends so As some of you may know, if you follow me on Instagram or if you follow me on social media, I recently impulsively bought a puppy. Um, It wasn't really that impulsive because I did, I did um, think about it for a while. I've been talking to E about it for a while. um, And it was something that I genuinely really wanted or thought I wanted. Um, I do, however, have allergies. Um, I'm allergic to pollen, I'm allergic to dust, I'm allergic to animals. Um, but I thought that only was for the fur. Um, so I was like, you know, if I get a hypoallergenic dog, I should be okay. So I get my puppy named dream last Sunday. And then yesterday, sadly, I had to give her away to a close friend of mine. Fortunately, she's still, you know, close and with me. Um, and I can still see her and everything. But what I learned after all the crying and sadness is that one, I didn't think I would be that emotionally attached to an animal. Like. I can detach from things very quickly. Though I am emotional, I can detach very quickly because I've had to learn to do that. Um, from like transferring schools before to like um, you know, having to visit my dad long distance. So like I've just always learned to detach from things and I just didn't think that she would affect me in the way she did. But like I was very, very emotional. I still kind of am about it. Um, I think a big part of that was like ego and like my pride and just like feeling like i wasn't able to care for something or nurture something in that way um and just also just like removing her from a home that she had just started to get accustomed to so that was difficult but however after after getting through all of the sadness and and that sort of heartbreak i realized how much and a friend of mine helped me realize how much of a lesson dream was like the fact that i even named her dream you know she was a constant reminder every time i said her name of like why i came out here to los angeles Why, um, what I'm supposed to be pursuing, me writing, me doing the things that I said I was going to do and set out to do, um, and to really just stop running away from success. Like, I feel like I was genuinely running away from things. And I think a lot of times we do that. Like, we'll cloud our brains with like relationship issues or like just other things that don't um, benefit us just to run away from the things that will greatly benefit us or, you know, distract us from those things. And so I think that dream was a lesson for me in, in that I am set out here to do something else and to also care for myself. I always go out of my way to care for about everybody else. I'm always a friend that's like checking up on other people to see like how everybody's doing or like you know how's your family how's this what's going on with your job like I'm that friend that's always doing that and not to say that people don't do that for me but I'm genuinely that person and you probably are the same way so like I think it's a, a lesson in me like really caring for myself for the first time and only me and being okay with that and knowing that it's it's okay to just care about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was just a really big lesson. And that was my revelation for the week of just like, you know, only having a puppy for a week and not being so hard on myself for, or not feeling like I get, gave up on something necessarily. Cause obviously like I didn't want to be itchy and taking medicine. Cause I already don't take medicine. So I didn't want to Go about it that way just for the sake of having a puppy and just for right. the sake of, like raising something and nurturing something. Um, when I need to be raising myself and nurturing myself and pouring into myself, and I had started the month, my birthday month, with like, and now we're coming to a close on the month and like the end of you know, um, Lent and all the things that you know, if you were fasting with us or fasting um, with the Lord, um, I was not, I was, I mean, mm. barely, but like, I would, well, for the most part, I, I did a pretty good job so. Um, I say all that to say is like, you know, as we're coming to a close, I I started the month of like really caring for myself, got myself a massage, facial, all these things for my birthday. And um, but then, you know, just being sporadic and a little impulsive in, in ways, I went out and wanted to care for something else. And it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with wanting to be nurturing to something else or someone else, but just always taking care of ourselves and like pouring into the things that, in the ideas that we said that we were going to do um, and not running away from success. I think that's the biggest thing, like not running away from happiness or joy or love or self-love, you know what I mean? Like we run away from those things and run towards things that are not necessarily for us in that moment. So that's my revelation. I hope that that helps somebody out there who may be dealing with something similar, or you can apply it to something similar. Um, Cause yeah. It really helped me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Hey girlfriends.
1: Hey girlfriend.
0: Hey girlfriend.
1: Real quick thing. I want you to stop saying that it was an impulsive decision because it was not. You thought about that a lot. You talked about that a lot sometimes. And that was out of your control. Shit. You can't help that She was allergic. Who want to be buying clarinet all the time? That shit is expensive. Okay,
0: And I'm immune to Claritin at this point. I don't even uh, think it would really
1: help. Claritin, whatever, Zyrtec, all the things that, you know, the girls be coming up with. Child, you did not go into that decision lightly. If that's the case, you would have had a dog months ago. Okay? So, no, it was not. I feel like you saying, you know, it is an impulsive decision. It is another way of you trying to, like, beat yourself up about it. And No no that wasn't the case and also sometimes great things come from impulsive decisions you know i think we put this this negative connotation on impulsivity sometimes sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't there's no risk there's no reward without any risk
0: yeah actually um a friend of mine spoke about um impulsive impulsivity and Mm -hmm. she said um, what if impulsiveness is simply a form of self-certainty and I really believe in that too like I am very certain and and, and you're right like I don't necessarily need to say it in a negative I wasn't really trying to refer to it in a negative conversation yeah. but like at the same time like I tend to be very impulsive like I tend to be like okay this is what I want even if I have thought about it for a minute and I know impulse is like doing it right away but like I tend to tend to um, kind of just rush into things sometimes um when it feels right at the moment and I you know felt that dream was right at the moment and I do feel like it was a blessing to my friend like she needed her more than I did and so like I said um also I felt like I'm leaning into my spirit and my intuition a lot more because my spirit told me to get her and obviously, that was for my friend. And then my intuition told me to let her go. And yeah. that was also, you know, like I had kept because I was thinking about it for a while, obviously only had her for a week. But like, for those few days when I started to itch after she licked me in yeah. every single place, I'm like, okay, you since you gotta you gotta yeah. make a conscious decision here that's gonna and a lot of my friends you included were, you know, just really uh very supportive in that decision with me. And I just appreciate y'all and I just thank y'all for like, you know, getting, seeing me through that and also just like being there to let me know and reassure me that, you know, it's okay to like choose you. And I think I have a really difficult time choosing myself. I've talked about this the last Mm -hmm. five years. (laughs) So, um, but I finally feel like I'm coming to that. And I also realized like, I was talking to one of my homegirls out here about, your solar return and all that, or Saturn return and all that, mm-hmm. um, and that how that happens between the ages of 28 and 30. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of in that, we're in that age range now. And I think that this is a great time to tap in. Like, so if things are going really chaotic in your life, then that's an indicator that you need to get your shit together before the end of your Saturn return. Whereas if things are pretty aligned, which they are, I feel like for the both of us, like you have new blessings, I have new blessings, new homes, new jobs, new opportunities. Um, finally, both in a place where we are, you know, able to focus on the things that we truly enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the an indication that we're on the right path and that these things will align itself. And by 30, we're going to be up, you know what I'm saying, at the Oscars. It's like, what's so up? crazy
1: because people really, um, like, uh, Thirty and da, 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 da and I listen. I'm not even going to sit up here and get on my high horse because I will definitely behavior wise. I will I will down a bitch for being thirty. Like bitch, you thirty. Stop acting like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's about it. I do not fear getting older. I definitely don't fear being thirty. I look forward to it. I honestly can't wait. My twenties—it's funny because there's this like whole series on TikTok right now about how, um you know, somebody will be like, "Yeah, I'm 24 and I'm just quarantining at my parents' house," you know, like just you know playing Call of Duty or just doing whatever the fuck. And they're like, "Yeah, but my friend who's also 24." They just fucking, you don't know, interview Michelle Obama or something like that. Like your 20s is such a weird time because you have people who are just like at peak Selling. and excelling. Mm-hmm. And then you have or reaching their peak and you have people who are still learning and growing, I mean, you know, like and just on that journey. And so I just look at my 30s as me. Being like there, like. Issa Rae is 36. Awkward black girl just turned 10. That means she didn't start this shit until she was 26 years old. And it took her 10 years and everybody's like, oh, it's such an overnight ex-. That was not overnight. That took time. But you can't tell me that Issa Rae has not had a good ass time mm-hmm. in her late 20s and 30s. You cannot tell me. I see, I've, I'm waiting. I want my boat, I want my yacht shit invite, okay? Right. In my 30s. Like, I'm trying to be on the yacht, kicking shit with Issa Rae and all the other you know what I'm saying like I don't I don't look at my 30s as a punishment I don't look at my 40s as one like I just think we get so bogged down by age and we really just need to start worrying about living life because none of this shit is really promised and we can't and I was talking about um, I saw this on Twitter today where it was a clip of uh, Donnie McClarkin
0: I saw
1: and, that and he was talking about how he felt like he was going to be alone forever. And and mind you the the title in the video is so funny cuz you could tell when people aren't journalists cuz y'all really try and fit the whole story in the headline and that's really not what you're supposed to do but that's neither here nor there. Um it said Donnie McClurkin who says he was delivered from homosexuality, feels he'll be alone for the rest of his life because he doesn't know what a woman wants. And I don't know, Donnie McClurkin, but I do know that nobody can truly be delivered for something that is their truth. And maybe the reason why he doesn't know what a woman wants is because he does not want a woman. And that's fine. And it's sad. it was sad to me to watch that video because I'm like, wow, you really got people out here who because of the judgments of other people are not living their lives to the fullest extent and in the way that they want to live it. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. Mm-hmm. God is the only judge or whoever you revere Subscri- in that mm-hmm. way and subscribe to that that per- person, place, thing, omnipresent being is the only judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody I- else is just players, chess pieces. We all just trying to make Cons. shit, shit. Pawns. we just trying to make shit shake for ourselves so yeah we mm -mm. no
0: yeah I love that and it's kind of similar to the entire Lil Nas X situation and I know we're going into like what we've been on and all that stuff a little sooner than we would have but that Montero calling by his name or whatever it's called that song um brought up a lot of controversy about religion and about you know him living in his truth and him making a statement and I actually like been reflecting on it because of you know the fact that I do have young nieces and you know their children who is his core audience and I had to I didn't have to write about it but I wrote about it um just you know the differences of opinion and how ministers and pastors across the nation are literally writing I mean preparing sermons about him and, you know, his choices and the things that he's living his best life. That's the crazy thing. He's he's artistically expressing himself in ways that people were unafraid to do, you know, for many years. And I think it's he's also one of the biggest internet trolls ever. So it's like he genuinely loves that y'all are just continuously making a sermon around him and his art. Like, that's
1: crazy that y'all... I had to follow him again because I, I don't think yeah I don't I don't think I ever followed him but I had to follow, I him follow him on
0: Twitter yeah because
1: I was just like yeah you handling this amazingly but you're doing amazing sweetie because he was like when you saw that tweet where he was like I've been dressing like a cowboy for the past two years like you gonna let you gonna let somebody like this like I've I been gay I've been on this gay shit what did y'all expect you know I just mm-hmm. think at the end of the day, in regards to that, you could not watch the video as much as you want and go on about your business. Yeah, It's the one thing. And I think we we were already on this train, but especially it's been exacerbated because of the pandemic where like people are so bored with their own lives are so dissatisfied with their own lives that they really find passion in giving their opinion on what other people do. And we all do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We all but we if all that's what
0: that's that's what social media frames you to do, though. It's exactly. like everybody got a fucking opinion about somebody exactly. else's
1: life. Exactly. But it's also like everybody gotta be mad about something. And it it's it's beginning in or it's I don't even want to say beginning because it's there. It's but mm-hmm. it's gotten to a point where this shit is insufferable. Like, sometimes I do wish, like, the miss the old days of Twitter where everybody was just trying to get a hashtag popping off. Like, it was just, you know, trying to talk to celebrities and, I don't know, just just cut the shit. You know what I'm saying? Now we got into a place where everything has to be a think piece and everything has to be dissected and all of these things. And it's just like, you could very well save yourself self distress by just simply not watching the thing, not engaging with the thing. You know what I'm saying? Today I saw a video of Quavo and sweetie in the elevator. And I said, Oh my God, that is a mess. Let me log off because what I don't need to see is men trying to justify Quavo actions. You gotta protect yourself.
0: See, and that whole situation, I feel indifferent about because I also feel like Saweetie was wrong. She was snatching at him and grabbing at him too. And there's a lot that can be said about probably what happened before they got on the elevator and him dragging her and moving her, you know, he shouldn't have touched her at all. But at the same time, she was touching on him and she was doing her, her wrongs too. And I'm sure there's more to that situation than what meets the eye. I'm not taking up for a Quavo, but I also feel like just from meeting him and being around him, I don't think that he's even the type of person that will put his hands on a woman like that. But also don't know him. Just like we don't know any of the people that we're talking about. Right. So I, I don't, don't want to jump and defend him, but I just feel like, just I'd just rather not comment on, you know, what is going on between them. I think it looked very high school, what they were doing, with how they were interacting with one another. And I just wish that they go about their way. And, you know, I send prayers to both of them that they get over this and that they don't, you know, I, yeah. I, it's just a lot. It's just like, we always, we always are it's just we've bred a culture that does that, you know, especially when it comes to abuse and it, especially when it comes to like black love and like couples. Like we saw this couple so elevated and mm-hmm. so happy with one another, then only see them t- torn down. Or like the same thing with the Jay Z, Solange and Beyonce thing in the elevator. Like this couple who is at the highest of their the highs, you know, you want to catch them in the, the worst moment because you can't stand to see. We, how often do you see white couples, and I know they be beating each other up, how often do you see them? in a publication or or on TMZ fighting or like any of that stuff, you know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying all this stuff like really stems from a lot of oppression and a lot of the other things, deeply rooted things. And it's like we don't ever see that on the other end, but we always uplift that sort of content from the black community and, and, and black love in, in particular, like it's almost impossible to see like a successful relationship between two black people um in entertainment or in you know Mm -hmm. that are celebrity status like you you don't see that publicized at all and it's just unfortunate I I just that's why I just really just be ignoring it I'm I don't choose to write about it I'm like grateful that I don't necessarily write for a publication that is eager for us to write about shit like Mm -hmm. that um because it's just like we don't need to see that over and over the timeline don't talk about it enough like yeah they gonna talk about it enough
1: yeah that that yeah we didn't need to see that at all but it's so many things like we get these uh snippets of an incident and you know begin to speak on it as if we know everything about the entire situation from that one snippet um and we just we do that with everything that don't even have to be about Quavo and Sweetie like I mean at the end of the day what 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 shook me and what had me be like that was fucked up is like she on the floor and he like looked down at her like and I'm just like, oh, damn, you can't help her. You can't help her up. Like, she up here limping off the damn elevator. You couldn't lend her a hand. Like, it was just either way. And then you got on Twitter talking about, I can't believe you act like that. Like, it just it's toxic. But that's none of my business. It's none of my business. And all we could do is pray for them. And all we could do is pray for everybody's child. Because everybody going through it. And everybody spends a lot of time on the internet projecting. Exactly. Projecting about shit that is going on in their lives shit that they are unhappy about and yeah clearly i'm just at the point in my life where i'm ready to just delete all this shit delete delete all, all this shit delete all this shit peggy because i'm tired <laughs> i just want to watch tv like and i just want to go back to the days where if you were known you had to be known for something for a talent for an accolade or something like that and if not you just lived your life yeah you just gotta get back to living life
0: let's get back to being present honey being mm-hmm. present and in the moment and you know like uplifting positive stories okay because i don't mind seeing some positive things on my timeline i have i've had enough of all the negative shit um but duality because you know some some of the things be entertaining i'm not gonna lie
1: yeah, um, not some of
0: shit the the things funny. we're talking about today, but some of the shit did be funny. So some
1: of be Neither funny. here nor there.
0: Like the little Nasek situation was hilarious to me. I thought it was funny to see everybody's think pieces about it, to see pastors preaching about it. I thought it was hilarious, but well,
1: it was nonetheless. It's so crazy because these same people who be t- who we talk about, oh my kids, my kids are saying, you know, old town road. And the way he came back, it was like, I was, bitch, I was talking about drinking lean and cheating on people in that song. If you wanted to let your baby listen to that, that was on you. If you yeah. want to let them take it. But, that
0: that, but thing- the, the the actuality of the situation, is, or the reality of the situation is that Lil Nas X knows that his demographic, and it's okay with the fact that his demographic is children, and he said that's okay. And he made a children's book about it. See is for country. Like, he was really targeting children, so- uh I'm um, if you are accepting of the fact that your your demographic is children and then to go on to make a visual where you know that most of your demographic is children I think it is a little strange however I understood his expression I feel like the the video should have been like rate or I'm sure it is I didn't really look into youtube's ratings or whatever like that but like it should be rated like, kids can't watch this. It can't be like, you know what I mean? Or there has to be some, because at the end of the day, parents, I'm not a parent, but I have a sister who has three little girls and there's things that she cannot avoid them seeing. Just like when we were coming up, there were things that we could not not see. Like, you know what I mean? Like we seen as much as we shouldn't have been watching Nelly's video of him slide, swiping the car down the girl's ass. It. Some cut, I, I've seen it i've seen to... it and that's because there were certain things that my mom just could not protect me from mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying there were i mean th- there was south park episodes about the satan sleeping with us, us uh what's his name not saddam, us, hussein. saddam hussein yeah yeah. there was you know there was things like that, that they were in a whole relationship like that we saw coming up so it's not like we've been we were sheltered as kids these kids but these kids see it 10 times more because there's TikTok, there's Mm. things there's just it's almost nearly impossible for a parent to so at that point it's like the parent has to have the conversation the parent Mm. has to you know be involved in ways and the reality is a lot of parents can't be that involved because they got to work and take care of the kids so a lot of times Mm. the kids is at home and they just see all this shit so it is uh i do feel like partly um a responsibility on the artist to at least like like if like don't make a children's book if you know that you're not trying to appeal to children
1: I mean but he made a children's book uh, when he was in that old town role era I think well that came point... out
0: earlier this year right I
1: don't know I didn't even know he had a damn children's book but yeah I, just I feel, feel like... like that
0: came out earlier this year and then for you to know that you're about to make this song because he previewed this song way before it came out you know yeah. onto his twitter and stuff like that so if you knew that you were kind of leaning towards die uh directing your content towards like your audience your age range and people older then like i wouldn't come out with a children's book right now like yeah that worked or maybe you should have came out with it like a couple years ago when old town road first came out in 2018 2019 but like now it's 2021 and you're just now like You know what I'm saying? I I just, I just feel like that it's interesting to like captivate an audience like that to only get feed them things like this. And I'm not even, I think what really took people tried to take the fact that he's, he came out and identified as gay or, um, you know, That that is the reason why people don't fuck with him, but I'm like, that's not why because they people do the same thing. Definitely
1: plays a huge part in why a lot of people aren't fucking with this shit.
0: I think a lot of people aren't fucking with it because it deals with really it's Christians. It deals with sin. But we can't forget that you that you're riding. If a woman was on the devil riding the devil, it still would have been a problem. If no,
1: absolutely, I'm not discounting that. I'm just saying two things can be true at the same time and him being gay definitely does play a large part in it as well think of when he dressed up as Nicki Minaj for Halloween and all the comments that he got about that you know what I'm saying like anything that Lil Nas X does because he's got he's out and he's proud and he's not going to sit up here and you know try and like
0: yeah, but it didn't tone it himself did.
1: down to to pets, you know, to make himself palatable for other people. People are gonna have an issue with it. A lot of people, homophobia was shown in regards to this, and a lot I of people's, think, you I know,
0: I think the reason that sermons were came about was, the or the reason that he even came across people's radars, because people ministers weren't talking about Lil Nas X before that. They weren't talking about their kids listening to Old Town Road before that, or the fact that he came out as gay. Like, yeah, people had something to say when he came out, but like. This got so much attention because he was literally riding the devil. He slid down on a stripper pole to hell. You know what yes. I'm saying? It was, it was but the, also, religious, the religious aspect of it. I feel like had a woman or anybody else done the same thing, it would have been, that would have been the issue. Not because of your your sexuality as a whole. Like ministers weren't making their sermon. I'm saying, my, my I guess my point of that is like, yeah, people probably of course, have a problem because people are homophobic with him. But in regards to this video, it's about him sliding down to Chipotle Hill and lap dance, having, giving a lap dance to the devil. I personally understood because I think people just saw that one clip and went off. Because yeah. when I first saw the clip, I was like, this is strange. It is, it is very strange. It's very captivating, but it's very strange. When you see the end of the video, you're like, oh, okay. So like, he's trying to like make a point of this but i don't think anybody was looking at that just as nobody does on the internet nobody does their own research they take other people's opinions about things but i guarantee you that the the way that these ministers and these pastors and we're making sermons about it is because of the fact that it is satanic and the and the shoes like coming out on air max national air max day like with human blood and like all this stuff like it just was like one thing after another then you put a bible verse on the shoe with the the 666 thing on there it's just like a lot of like if you're christian um or you practice christianity like that for christians is what made this a whole thing piece it made this a whole issue um neither here nor there yeah
1: um yeah that's yeah but i think at what point do we um I don't know. At what point do we allow people to grow? Lil Nas can't babysit people. Lil Nas X can't babysit people, kids for I the entirety you. of his career and you know i respect him for not doing the thing that and that's the other thing he's not a child star you know what i'm saying it's not like we met Lil Nas X when he was 12 on the Disney channel and you know now he's the channel and now he's progressing into you know this adult role like he's not a Zendaya we met Lil Nas X when he was what 18 19 We met him as an adult this song caught on with the kids he capitalized off it off of it as many people would mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and then he said okay I'm ready to move on to the next and I can respect the fact that it wasn't an ease into the next it was like a no this is what I feel like doing right now and I got a label check behind me and this is what we gonna do and it is what it is I just I understand that people can't um can't like monitor those things you know all the time for their kids like I totally get that because parents are busy as fuck but parents also got to stop being scared to have difficult conversations with their kids and so you can't put all of this on little net little nice I cannot get this boy name right on the first go you cannot put this, all of that on him and you know because you too scared to sit down with your child and answer their questions if they have any
0: yeah, I, I can't really speak on parenting or like being being in that position to talk to my kid about it. I do want to be open with my children when that time comes about all the all of the things um and have those conversations. But I just can't imagine having a conversation with a four or five year old because they saw something from their sibling on TikTok or on YouTube or whatever about it and have like with having to have that, you, that conversation.
1: Can you block a person on YouTube? Because that's also a that's also well
0: I know that you can watch they they can only be res- they can be restricted to only watch like YouTube kids or okay. something like that like, I think there's like a kids version so there yeah. are options yeah. I'm not negating yeah. that but at the end of the day your five-year-old comes to you and was like hey mommy I saw little X." on a pole going to hell like didn't you say hell is bad why is he going you know what I mean. like what do you tell that five year old because I know me if I had seen that at, at a, the age of five or six I was very inquisitive I'm gonna ask them questions and my mom would probably give me an answer but we have different parents and I, I just it's I'm not blaming Lil Nas X I just feel like you know don't cater your audience to something and then turn around and like put out that immediately after um because like he was appearing on Elmo's show like he was appearing sure. on a bunch of shit and and so so has a lot of other artists so exactly have, so, so have a lot of other artists but not in like Erica Badu didn't go on Elmo's world while she made that video of her completely nude like you know what I mean it's timing it's a lot of things that I feel like are strange about that and I don't want to sit here and as someone who grew up Christian. I don't want to sit here and be like, that's not strange. It is very strange to me. I feel like that was weird. I'm not judging him. I think that it was a very creative um, video. And I think that I understood the message once watching the the video in its entirety, but I do understand why people have their disdain for it. And I don't think it deserves to be the basis of a sermon. Um, But you know, it is what it is. Like you said, I do think that people have to be mindful of that with all the things that their kids listen to, especially the things that are coming on TikTok. But it's like TikTok in general is, is literally a platform that is geared towards young kids. Like they love that shit and they sit on there all day. So it's like, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I'm a little indifferent about it, but um, nonetheless, Mm -hmm shout out to um him out to
1: for, it was a dope. About to, you know. he about
0: to get a number one on that exactly
1: song. the song i actually really like the song i think all of the hair and makeup and everything that he was doing in there was fire you know he said that I'm his a,
0: uh his legs were bleeding from this stripper scene i mean the pole scene
1: he he, he did the hell out that pole okay <laughs> he, so laugh.
0: he no said that he said i really you. respect okay he, he said, I really respect strippers after this scene because Listen. my legs were literally bleeding afterwards. I was like, damn. He
1: did what the fuck he had to do. And that's why I truly do not give a fuck about how anybody feels about this shit because it's just not that serious. You could turn the TV off. You could block the YouTube. You could delete the YouTube from the iPad. You could put kids YouTube. There's so many ways for you to get around it. Or you could sit there and say, you know, this is a video that he wanted to make and heaven is heaven, and hell, whatever, however you want to do it. But all of this damn vitriol over a, a fucking music video, like, my God. I mean,
0: that was what the mean? point, though. That's what he wanted. That's exactly. What he wanted. And he,
1: you know what she wanted? That's why he trolling, and I love it. Yeah,
0: that's
1: what he wanted. All that vitriol over them shoes, and they, they sold out in a minute. Yeah. A fucking minute. And now Nike's yeah. suing the company, and they didn't even name Lil Nas X in the lawsuit. He having a good week. <laughs> like, yeah. Well cause it's not his It's not, it's not his, his doing. shit But yeah. if if I'm not mistaken that same Company has been sued by Nike before Like they, they oh, keep really? doing these like Unauthorized So what are releases? they doing they're just
0: buying The shoes and then like Cus- uh, customizing, yes, customizing yes. them because they did the same with the uh, Birkenstock apparently they like customized some Birkenstocks yeah like bags yeah. or something out of Birkenstocks and but yeah. was, was why is that a crime like I bought the shoe from y'all but they just can't list it as a Nike I guess exactly
1: here. exactly yeah. and it, and especially in this sense like I completely understand why Nike because they were like well hold on now we ain't trying to be like with no satanic shit like don't literally because what did Nick Young dumbass get on uh Instagram talking about I don't even know if I want to wear Nike no more because of these shoes and I'm sure somebody at Nike was like nigga them ain't our damn shit like that's our shoe but we ain't
0: do that right just, i mean they definitely had to protect themselves
1: funny. it's also very funny to see people get on their soapbox about how horrible and how wild it is while they too do wild horrible shit in their everyday life it's like okay <laughs> right okay. yeah nah that's that's real yeah like like <laughs> get you said, on your high horse that's why i'm like i don't give a fuck <laughs> like y'all everybody want to scream from the mountaintop about some shit and you do it, you know shit that people wouldn't agree with either in your regular day
0: no, I, I think that what you said in the beginning is like, you know, if if you are a believer in Christ, then, you know, who are you to judge? So that, and I, I included that in my post as well. You know, like, who are you to, to to judge at the end of the day? Nobody's supposed to judge, but the God you believe in. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, next, next thing, next. Hey, girlfriends, it's Sammy e me an episode or the last episode, um, as we said before, and um
1: yeah, do you have a WCW for? Um shit, us, nigga. Fuck. Hell, you talking, Hell you talking about me, nigga. Okay. <laughs> I'm the WCW. I'm the WCW. She the WCW, okay? Because we did this shit for a very long time. And there were a lot of moments where we did not want to do this shit. And there were a lot of moments where we wanted to do it and we wanted to be better. You know what I'm saying? Like we we have gone through our peaks and valleys. I think we're coming to a great close and I think you know if it's up then it's up then it's up then it's stuck you know big bands busting out the a bookie bookie boo like all of a that boogie, you know? boogie, boo. <laughs> okay like you know I just we've come very far and so I'm very proud yeah. of us and I'm very thankful um for all of the girlfriends and guy friends who've listened and helped along the way so we the wcws y'all the wcws and the mcms and shit because yeah we fine
0: i agree and um also shout out to you know just everybody who has supported on the back end from um like doc who started off with engineering our podcast to v who began engineering our podcast later to us who started to learn all the audio things and purchased mics and mm-hmm. and went through the transition when i moved and he you know wanted to stick out with me we went through some of y'all created Twitch accounts and, you know, we went through a few different things to try to get this together. Um, and ultimately it's led to just, you know, great conversations, great discussions about things, a lot of, um, commentary on a number of things. So just grateful for that. Um, and yeah, shout out to us and shout out to y'all. Yes. Um, We've pretty much got into what y'all was on, but if you want to give out any new music recommendations outside of what we discussed, feel free. Um, I have been listening to the same few things. Um, yeah, I can say the few things that I've been listening to, if it will come up.
1: I have. Um, so yesterday I was on my way. Your food, I was listening to Stevie Wonder because it was a great day for Stevie. Yeah. Um, as usual, I don't know if y'all have the uh, the Apple Music widget on your phone, that should be fucking up because you be pressing it thinking you about to go to Apple Music when it really just want to play whatever shit pops up. First world problems. But either way, I pressed play and it cut off Stevie and I was blown because I was really in the thick of it. OK, but then it put on this song called um, Not a Dream by an artist named Gwen Bunn off a project called Safe Travels. And it was a vibe and I was like, okay, you can, you can interrupt my Stevie moment with this. I'll accept this. This is fine. Um, Just, I don't know. I like things that just have a good feeling to it. And that's what this song, like the song makes you feel good. So if you want to listen to something that makes you feel good, I highly suggest you do that. Um, I also was very late to Xavier Omar's project from last year. I didn't. I never got into it. And then I decided to, and I love it. It's called If You Feel. Um, and from top to bottom, I really enjoy it. Um, some of my favorite songs are uh, the first track, Actually, Find Me. Um, then he has a song, uh, like a twofer want and need that goes into surf featuring Masego, um and those are two just very dope songs he also record he um performed some of this on his tiny desk that just came out a couple of weeks ago so i highly suggest y'all go check that out um and then yeah he ended up with uh like i feel featuring mariba and that's just great close to a great album have we been on here since we talked since the door open came out yeah oh, okay oh, okay i thought i find the door
0: open Mars and anderson pox silk sonic obviously really good they're coming out with a live version on friday
1: so i really can't wait it's gonna be fire i can't wait Um, very excited i honestly like i listened to the song when it first came out and i was like this is a good song um and i never listened to it again because everybody was you know on it and i was just like okay um but it came on the radio every day okay <laughs> Yeah, I came on the radio the other day and so I listened to it again and I'm just like damn this is a damn good song um and so yeah I'm just listen if it ain't no musicianship as Dr. Lee would say really <laughs> you go not, I'm really not too much interested like I'll listen to some shit I listen I listen to plenty of future I listen to plenty of bullshit mm-hmm. um but I don't know I, t- I just get it like how our parents were like oh, music don't sound the same no more. You know, like all that stuff. Like I I get it now because I'm like, yeah.
0: Yeah. A lot of this shit is
1: ass. It don't sound the same. But I'm happy to see good music making a resurgence. And I hope that people continue to support it.
0: Me too. I agree. Um, I'm pretty sure I already told y'all about this song, Frequency. Um, But if I did not, I'm going to tell you again. It is by... Elton Bedo's and Burn Twins featuring Jane Doe, Gene Doe, and it is fire. Um, in the hook, he mentions, um, "Did I talk about this on the last episode?" Mm-hmm. No, oh,
1: Well, the one that we're not. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so um, yeah, it features Gene Doe, who's dope, and it basically on the on the chorus it says, "You know, I can't wait to get you home." Mm -hmm. so you can play your favorite song Mm -hmm. and basically he's like that's going to tell me everything I need to know about you and I think that that is very true because you tell me your favorite song is that of Ace Hood and I'm going to judge you okay (laughs) Um, yeah so I am grateful to know that
1: I really can't believe you You did that again (laughs)
0: Cause it's important, like that really. Yeah, sh- those things really are telling of that who you are as indicator. a person.
1: And that's no shade to Ace. A- that's no shade to Ace Hood, because you know, him and his his wife, they do very beautiful things, they're doing the yoga Gorgeous. and just living very mindful. Awesome, healthy, conscious. life. Awesome, Love awesome. It. But when somebody say they favorite rapper is Ace Hood.
0: Of all
1: time, of all time, I'm like really of all the niggas, of all the rappers, of 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 everybody everybody in existence. (laughs) Like him, him, her. I'm the lady in the courtroom. Did I get that correct?
0: I want to make sure my notes.
1: I want to make sure my notes is is right. You said Ace Hood. Ace Hood. Ace Hood. Like what?
0: I was highly, highly upset, very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, nonetheless, yeah, that song it it talks about that, and um, I really enjoyed. The, I really enjoyed the song, so definitely tap into that. Um, otherwise, I've been watching uh, George, George and Jenny on um, Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's a show about a mom and daughter who are, you know pretty close in age because the mom had her really young and she has her own twisted past which is catching up to her you'll see in the first season while Jenny is just trying to live a normal teenage life she moved a lot and she's you know going through like the beginning stages of liking guys having sex all those things um they're both very dynamic characters very different characters and I like just the juxtaposition juxtaposition of the two of them and like you know how they play off of one another and she's also a biracial child her dad is black her mom is white so mm-hmm. like just seeing the struggles of her hair and you know all those little things mm-hmm. that biracial children deal with um and being accepted at a predominantly white school and them trying to nigify things when mm. they don't gotta be that you know what i mean so yeah i feel like we've all as even if you aren't mixed race, you've experienced that on the back end when you are around a all white atmosphere, you know what I mean? And environment.
1: Child. It's like, they think they trying to make you feel comfortable, but it's like, really, you're fucking insulting me. Exactly. You make it worse. And, you're and I always,
0: me. I always remember the time where I interned at this place in New York and the one of the white guys um he was also an intern he will always mention like jay-z records or nas records and like obviously i listen to both nas and jay-z but like i am not the biggest hip-hop like new york hip-hop rap connoisseur like i don't even be on that for real so like you talking about blueprint and all that stuff like yeah i heard it but like i'm not gonna have a sit here and have a whole conversation about blueprint because i genuinely don't Care like I uh, like yeah. Outcast actually. We want to have a conversation about Outcast. Listen, attack. and th-
1: the thing is, I could probably not, I could speak to Jay Z's catalog, but like literally up until the Wu Tang show came on Hulu, I did not know it was that many niggas in Wu Tang clan. I knew Method Man, I knew Rizza, Dizza, right. I knew Ghost Face Killer.
0: I mean, we're Southern, you know what I mean? Southern so it's like, like, we wasn't this. listening
1: to that. If it I ain't Andre Benjamin and damn <laughs> Antoine Patton. I don't know it. What you want me to do? I don't, If you're okay? not talking about the Dungeon
0: Family, I don't know honestly, it. It's Zia for life. It's, it's slap a little bit harder anyway.
1: <laughs> but that's just me that's neither here nor there that's neither here nor there let me stop though because some of the new york shit really do be going off yeah and i I mean mean, that's the
0: that's the birth of hip hop Mm, and all the things but you know we we got it and we put a little sauce on it exactly
1: put a lot of sauce on it a lot because you
0: see where it's at right now so yeah but neither here yeah, nor there. Sure. I just, I just think it's interesting when we're always like putting those conversations. But you see that throughout the show, and that's what I've been watching along with uh, Superstore, on um, which just got its series finale. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just started watching it, ironically. But I, I definitely am looking forward to finishing that. Um, it's a funny ass show. So funny.
1: I have been watching um, Station 19. A- ABC is forcing this show. On us um, with these constant crossovers with Grey's Anatomy, um, which is a show I hope is coming to a close very soon. Um, shout out to Ellen Pompeo for collecting a check for laying her ass down and being on a ventilator. I have to salute the hustle. Um, <laughs> I have to I also just. Saw... This is
0: the one that you said um, has been dreaming about the dead folks.
1: Yes, yes. Reappearing and stuff. Re- like reappearing, that. child. Like, she's literally just, like, teeter-tottering on the edge of the light. They be like, yeah, come over here. We got hot dogs. And she like, oh, I'm trying, but I can't. And it's like, yeah, bitch, you can't because you got kids. You're not supposed to die. Wake your ass up. You're um, not supposed to die. Wake your ass up. Stop playing with me. Um, but, yes, I've been watching Grace, uh, Grace, but also Station 19 from the beginning. Um, Boris Kojo could literally just do whatever he wanted. Um. Oh. To me, he could have he could have it all. He's on Station 19, oh. and um, he makes it that much better to watch. Was he
0: the one that was in the wig on the Tyler Perry movie?
1: No, no, baby. Boris Kojo has never subjected himself to that bullshit. That was Shamar was Moore. It? Shamar that Moore. Was Shamar fine-ass. Moore. Who put that cornrow wig on for that Tyler <laughs> Perry movie? I
0: always get them confused, but that's two different people. You're right.
1: Boris Kojo. I'll never forget freshman year, our freshman year at Howard, he was the grand marshal for the homecoming Mm -hmm. parade, and he was in the stands at the game, and I just remember looking at him, like, I'm here, and he's maybe, like, here, but, like, standing, and I'm just looking up at him, like, oh, my God, I've never been in a situation where somebody who I already knew was fine was finer <laughs> in real life I was like I get it I understand I understand why sis had to lock you down during the filming of soul food because I would have done the same Absolutely. um but yes um I've also been watching snowfall was just having a phenomenal season i'm behind because honestly snowfall is so heavy sometimes i can't um i can't like i'm what maybe i'm like an episode behind i'm literally scrolling through hulu as to see what i'm watching i'm (laughs) two episodes behind and um yeah i can't watch two episodes of snowfall back to back like now that i've caught up i can't binge it because this shit is a lot
0: yeah that's a lot been able
1: to get into um, it um but it's so good it's so yeah. so so good um shout out but also fuck you to chipotle because they had me uh waiting in line for about an hour uh at the chipotle lane to get my family's dinner on saturday night but i used that time and i watched an episode of snowfall so shout out to y'all but also fuck y'all um Damn, that's
0: a long ass time that's, to be a waiting long out to ass, that's
1: a long ass time and child do you know the order was wrong you know the order was wrong
0: of course it was Child. that's a mess not you taking that long to make it wrong lord poe no Madis-
1: ma'am poe madison couldn't even get her little fajita veggies with her make it, make your own uh quesadillas she was highly upset oh actually my sister was highly upset madison really didn't care um what else have i been watching Good Trouble on, I wanted to say ABC Family Child on Freeform is back on. I've talked about this show a lot. It's really great, covers a lot of topics, Um, has the writers that I wish Gronish had. Um, Okay. Gronish. I've been watching Gronish. Let's talk about Gronish. Gronish, honestly, I really enjoyed the episodes this season where Zoe was not there. It it seemed like they were going, the Denise huxtable route where i'm like are we phasing her out yes because she's insufferable but then she came back and i was just like okay here we go um why wasn't she there where was she at because she uh dropped out of school to go be a full time stylist to Joey Badass and also Sweetie, um, who did Sweetie. a great job. Uh, she wasn't herself. She was an artist, but she was playing, you know, another artist. And she actually had some really funny moments. And I'm like, I enjoy. I can. I'm. I like Sweetie. I think her. Her. She has bops. Her songs are cute, but I like when Sweetie like shows her personality and you know, like. Gets into the acting and just all of that, um, because yeah, you could tell she's just like a fun person to be around and it, it radiates on screen. But she does a very good job of like toning that down and being a bitch if the character calls for it, and that's what she was, and it was great. Um, but yeah, Grownish, y'all be playing, y'all play with Ryan Destiny character. I feel like we, y'all put Ryan Destiny on uh, Grownish to fulfill uh the dark-skinned black woman quote missing so desperately and then y'all got this gorgeous very talented woman on this show and absolutely did nothing with her character and I'm just like why like what I would have rather y'all just you know continue to have the paper bag test at the door of the set if y'all weren't going to do anything with her damn character but that's neither mm-hmm. there nor there um I'm hoping th- I hope that you know in the next <laughs> season maybe that changes. But it was it's very disappointing because she had a and she, like she's a transfer from an HBCU. She does, you know, documentary films. And it's like half the time she was barely there. And then they gave her, you know, something to do as far as doing this documentary of jazz and uh oh, Lord, I forget Hallie character name. Um on that show of you know doing this documentary of them trying to go to the Olympics and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. she like leaves uh with Hallie's character um because spoiler alert Hallie's character makes the Olympics but jazz does not um and so she like leaves with her to document that and it's just and it, it it's almost like you forgot she was with Luca because Luca was gone, which I was pleased because you know I don't like that nigga. um I don't like him as a character it doesn't really seem to be nothing to cry on about as a person in real life um but I yeah think it's cool. <sighs> I don't know. It's just will people try to act too cool for school? That's what I'd be like.
0: But there are people there are people who genuinely just are that, like very just artsy and just in their own world and in their own head. And I feel like he he fulfills that character. Like everybody on that show, I will say, in terms of characteristics, fulfilled a character aside from Ryan Destiny, because I haven't really seen how they've like incorporated her into the show. Um just, but, like, the core characters, like, I feel mm-hmm. like you had the guy who was trying to be a scammer and a drug dealer or whatever, mm-hmm. and he wasn't necessarily Black, you know? That I thought that was interesting, yeah. you know, that he was who he was. And then you had the too-cool-for-school artsy-ass dude who's just, like, extra chill all the time and smokes weed and shows up in a robe when your dad's there. Like, you know, it's just, it was... <laughs> And then you had the guy that you crushed on who's cute but the upperclassman and likes very educated black guy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I thought that was also interesting, very focused.
1: That's the one person I do think they did great things with. I think they did great things with Eric Aaron's character this season. Um you know it, I'm sorry. Ooh, I feel like Vincent Rossi cuz you know I was from the You remember when Mr. Rossi, our old band director killed that flying Oh, it's flying. <laughs> they're in a bin. <laughs> no my mom she is a farmer she's gardening and doing all these things i saw her tomatoes that. her tomatoes look beautiful and they're they so did many. they
0: look so beautiful
1: there's so many of them in like oh, wow. it's wild and she's growing green peppers and cucumbers and all types of shit but Let's these fucking gnats that are in the house because of all of the growth I'm tired. I'm ready for us to get on some consistent weather, so she could take this shit outside. Um, oh, it's inside. Yeah, it's inside because you know Georgia don't know what they want to do. One day is 37, one day is 77. It's you know, it's too All much. All over the place. All over the damn place. Speaking of Georgia, um, I don't know her. Who is that? I'm from Atlanta. But I don't know what Georgia is. Not familiar with her um don't you know confront me about what the state is doing about certain things um because I don't know what you're talking about because I'm from Atlanta and that's just a different world um Brian Camp who is that never heard of him um never heard of him never heard of him I only know of Stacey Abrams um and she seems to be cool but you know I don't know why y'all are surprised about white people doing white people's shit um, and white people doing whatever they can to reestablish power after they lost a little bit. It's literally in their blood. Um, so yeah, it's America.
0: Yeah, that shit was crazy.
1: It's America.
0: Emphasis on KKK.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, well. (laughs) So long. Oh, (laughs) oh. So long, farewell to you, my friends. Goodbye for now. For now. Until we meet again. I like that. So long, long farewell. (laughs) to you to you my
0: friend
1: goodbye for, for now. now
0: until, until we
1: But it's not the... <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. I was um, so happy to see them on TikTok. Though she Shana was a little off. The baby, she was a little off. She was She's definitely a little, a little off, but that's okay. She probably ain't saying that in a while. In a while. You no, know, but I'm just saying, um, my homeboy, he missed no beats on that box. He did not. He did not. Okay. Somebody okay. still got it. Y'all better keep up. Okay? Okay. Um. But yeah, man, this is not the end. This is a see you later, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not a goodbye, Um, you know, for y'all, because I'm never talking to this bitch again, ever. Like, honestly, this was all fake. We were never really (laughs) friends. We were just doing this because we were bored, and, like, we really don't like each other. We've actually fought multiple times. Um, I won. And- <laughs> oh, Pasha!
0: Oh, Pasha! Cut it out. What, like, what, fu- what if that was? De-
1: oh, Pasha! Oh, Pasha! I thought you would say Oprah Shaw.
0: <laughs> Oprah, Oprah Shaw. Speaking okay. of
1: Shaw, real quick, if anybody watches Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two, it's gonna no. be good I'm as fuck. That people do watch are it, watching they, it
0: real housewives of salt City? come on
1: i'm not gonna feel guilty i used to call the housewives franchise my guilty pleasure but i'm not guilty about this shit no more because you shouldn't you know, like,
0: be because you're one of a thousand million bitches that love the show but great. salt lake city seriously
1: listen listen now they gave way more than i thought that they was gonna give and this is my first foray into you know the White Housewives. Either way, Jen Shaw got wrapped up today. Uh City Girl Shaw, she got arrested uh for fraud, for big fraud. Okay, lots of fraud, child. She going to jail, jail, and they didn't know nothing about it, child. And she was filming. So uh season two about to be a monster. Um, but yeah, Oprah Shaw, Oprah <laughs> Shaw. Oprah Shaw, Oprah Shaw.
0: Um yeah, no, we actually love each other, and we're working on some really amazing things. <laughs> we're working on some really amazing things uh, to come. I uh, just wanted, you know, we we can't share necessarily what that is, but definitely yep. going to be winning some awards for it, and we're gonna be, you know, doing all the things that we said we were gonna do from the beginning. Uh, if you guys have any opportunities for either one of us, E is so great at what she does with the voiceover acting. She has gotten Thank her real her demo reel together, so make yes. sure that y'all are contacting her if you ever need some voiceover work, or you just need you know creative talent because she's all the things. Um, and I am actively re- working on writing and acting, and you know just b- building upon my content. So. Definitely uh, get in touch with us, you know, where you can find us as always, you can find us on all social media platforms. We're definitely going to keep our uh, Instagram alive because Lay has been doing such a great job of inspiring people with our platform and also resharing content from other creators who are girls, our girlfriends who are doing really dope things. Mm -hmm. So we want to keep that going. Um, It's girlfriends pod on Instagram. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter probably going to be the most active on instagram so definitely follow us there at girlfriends pod and um you know i mean the emails still exist if you just want to say hey or pop in here and there we'll be around it's girlfriendspodcast at gmail.com um and as as long as we have the domain it's there as well and there are some mugs available you guys should just go ahead and cop those up before the domain is no longer because they really
1: limited am i can you hear me Oh yes, Uh I'm sorry. I forgot. I muted myself and unmuted. But um, no, no, they're really limited edition. And honestly, you know, when those huge things happen and people are gonna be like, "Oh my God, I got a girlfriend's mug," before the girlfriend's went big, and then you're gonna be like, "Damn, I want one." The only place you're gonna find it is on eBay, eBay, because it's me selling mine for like six thousand (laughs) dollars. I'm going to hit a lick on y'all. Same. Also, I have Clubhouse invites for sale. I heard people are, um, if you're still dumb enough and you want one, or honestly, I'm willing to scam a white person for this. If you know a white person that is really pressed to be on Clubhouse and has money and is willing to pay, I have five invites um, and they can go ahead and send me their um, information or I'll send them my information. I'm trying to get to the bag. Uh, I'll break you off something too, if it's a referral. Voice-overs break me off
0: for, for peace. <laughs> hey. Break me off a piece of that
1: funk. Mm -hmm. You put that on Netflix? Give me the Steve Harvey show, okay? Yes. He's actually
0: going to be uh, the host for the verses going down Sunday with Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Isley Brothers.
1: You know, that is very fitting. That is very fitting. They're all going
0: to come in a fabulous Steve Harvey suit. Oh, I hope not. But I hope not.
1: (laughs) But that you know what, with all them people, it makes sense to have a host for something like that. Yeah, I think the same thing needs to be applied to escaping SWV. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um. Neither here nor there. Please continue to follow all the amazing things we you know do on social media. Um. Our individual pages are Sammy approved. That's S M. Excuse me, S A M M Y approved. Like the stamp because we stamped that. Per. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, it's and, and um you know my name or whatever on the social media is uh e told you so that's e t o l d y o u so um so you know hit me yeah. up um like i said clubhouse invites for sale voiceovers for sale um i got fake gucci bags you hit me on the look. i'm just kidding um, um <laughs> I'm just kidding. We only do real shit over here. Um, sure. Okay. I Also,
0: just, yeah, make sure you guys stay tuned for all the amazing things that we have coming up. Because I do guarantee you these next couple of years are going to go fucking berserk. So, mm. thank y'all for joining us on this amazing journey. We love y'all so much. It's not the end of the road. It's just the end of girlfriends for now. Um, you know, and who knows what this can or, or this can flourish into in the years to come so just yeah. definitely be on the watch uh, because we are blessed and blessings will rain down okay. Us. okay
1: in the city and in the fields okay when we come We're and blessed. when we what what we finna do go. where we go okay, okay. <laughs> bye <Here>. bye <laughs> love you guys <laughs> love y'all